is the supplemental edition of the Sci-Files. My name's Jamie, and I'm conjoined by Ryan. We just woke up that day, that way one day. Yeah, I'm like, I tried to itch my butt, and I just wasn't able to do it. I mean, like, I, I, re I reached over, and I was grabbing another cheek, and I'm just like, wait a minute, what is this? It's a lot bonier than my cheek. What, what, what is this? It's like, <laughs> am I grabbing a kneecap? And no, it's, it's, it was Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it got really hard to walk with all the extra heft. <laughs> <laughs> Especially without a, especially without a hefty, you know, cinch sack or anything like that, you know, kind of. <laughs> All right, so just a quick promo, uh, just get everybody up to speed. This will probably be one of the only episodes that I'll appear on this uh, for this edition of the Sci Files. We're going to be joined by two new co, or Jamie will be joined by two new co-hosts. Uh, we're going to have Axel and Danielle uh, making their debut, so that'll be pretty exciting. Um, all sorts of new and inventive craziness will ensue, hopefully. <laughs> yep, and speaking of craziness, looking at RT News, it appears that, that NASA has discovered the Vulcan system. We believe this to be true. <laughs> Alright, so, um, so according to this new, uh, news site we're reading, um, there's this... Uh, you know, there's this new, uh, I guess they're finding like seven Earth-like planets within, and they're like uh, just under 40 light years away. Now, could you explain uh, to some of our audience that may not understand 40 uh, light years, what that actually means in, in relative distance? Well, considering most other star systems that NASA looks at and says may possibly have an Earth-like planet, there's something like a few thousand or a few billion light years away. So 40 light years away would be like going to the next town over in comparison to trying to travel such a distance. So 40 years away, which means all our satellite imagery is of what those planets looked like 40 years ago. Yeah. That's uh, and basically they're calling this uh, they're calling the system uh, the Trappist One system. Uh, we are kind of thinking of being. Because one of the planets in this system looks exactly like Vulcan. <laughs> and um, I personally think that's funny. Um, only only just because it would be... It's kind of silly just to kind of think of, like, we're the only ones out there um, that have any kind of, you know, intelligent life on them. You well, know, have you looked at Earth's general population? I'm still looking for intelligent life. So if you actually look this up, so if you look up the Trappist, uh, Trappist One Star, and just all the little things, um, all the planets that are aligned next to it, look at E. <laughs> e totally looks like it could be Vulcan. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it doesn't like look exactly like it, but it looks pretty fucking close. So first contact, much? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what, what what they're saying here is that. You know, the likelihood of alien life is very slim, of course. Um, they always say that. Maybe not to give hopes up, I guess. Yeah, but that's also because they want to totally ignore the Drake equation. And you can look up the Drake equation. Basically, it, it gives you the, the, the odds and probability of evolved intelligent life. And according to it, the odds of us being the only intelligence out there are slim to nothing. Wow. 
and uh, of course, this uh, and I guess like next year they're supposed to be launching um, a new satellite to kind of help us uh, determine what could be on this, you know, what could be within these planets. Uh, the new satellite that NASA is launching, uh, called the James or the Telescope, I'm sorry, uh, that is referred to as the James Webb Telescope. Um, is or has the potential to detect water, methane, oxygen, um, of potential atmospheres of these uh, exoplanets. So, and as long as I'm not standing in the way or it's not pointed at me, it's not going to detect large amounts of methane. <laughs> well, because uh, I am a big ball of gas. I don't know if people realize this. We call him Jupiter when he's not on the show. I'm almost like the sun. <laughs> I believe things are revolving around me because they kind of are like flies and other shit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my, my aura has smell. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, when you look at what the description is of this uh, space telescope, it brings me right back to Futurama and mm -hmm. the smelloscope. Nice. I mean, seriously, it that's what they're kind of describing. So they're going to be able to smell Ooh, an mama. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Whew. <laughs> oh, God, what have they been eating? It's like my smelloscope. <laughs> Hubert Farnsworth. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And now, Monstrum. <laughs> and now we really have a smelloscope, uh, and sooner or later, someone is going to point it at Uranus. Exactly. It's got to happen. It is. I mean, it happened yet, or today, because, I mean, so, this isn't launching till next year, but... Just start practicing, keep your chonies clean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I have, uh, so, so, this is another thing I'm kind of thinking about, too. So, alright, so, uh, one of the things that a lot of science fiction tends to depict, especially with um, other, you know, other life um, in within different star systems, is that there are... Is the, always the possibility of there being more life out there that is humanoid, much mm -hmm. like we are. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because I always kind of wondered, what if our first interaction with alien life, you know, may not, you know, maybe first contact isn't with the Vulcans. Maybe it's with some weird purple creature that has like three arms and like and poops rainbows out of its butthole. I mean, what if it's like? <laughs> it sounds bizarre, yeah. But, but maybe... honestly, if you if you want to start looking at different planetary environments, what, you know, because it's the environment which helps to, according to many, guide evolution. Yeah. So, if you um, um, evolve somewhere where there's not a lot of light, you're going to have bigger eyes. Yeah. Um, not a lot of sounds, then your ears aren't going to be as important as your eyes. Yeah. I mean, we could conceivably come across a species that has four arms, you know, instead of two. Wings? Yeah, wings, depending on like what bug wings or yeah, bug wings, bird wings, could be bud bud, bud, bud wings. There you go, bud wings. You can smoke them. No, mm. ah. <laughs> <laughs> the five pointed star wing, huh? <laughs> yep. I mean, life has evolved here in many different forms, so it's not unconceivable to have a life form like Groot. From 
Guardians of the Galaxy evolved from a tree. I always like how the religious right would state that, like, um, it appears to them, and you know, within their uh, within their infinite wisdom, that um, that infinite we have wisdom. we haven't we haven't really evolved in like X amount of years, which is silly to say because like we have quite a bit. I mean, first off, people were shorter back in the day. <laughs> like they were, you know, like. We can imagine that, like, people in B.C. times were probably, like, close to pygmies or dwarves. The average height of a human being then was around five foot. Yeah. So, if you were, we let's say, giants now. <laughs> six feet, if you were six foot tall, you would almost be a giant. You would be a basketball player, damn it. Well, that would actually make some of the stories in, you know, in the Bible about, like, giants and stuff make more sense, sense don't yeah yeah like there was that one freak that just that had like giantism but he grew to be like six foot two or something like that <laughs> yeah like... but then again they've also unearthed bones of human like a human being skeleton just like you and me only the guy would have been 30 feet tall whoa yeah they have found you know, bones, uh, grave sites, some of the hills they thought were just hills turned out to be burial mounds for some of these things. God, that would be kind of, I mean, just the fact that, I mean, because, like, I know giantism, um, you know, like, people who grow to freakishly, you know, freakish heights, you know, like, like, ten feet tall, you know, and within our, within our lifetime, um, the cases where people have grown to be, you know, to be such heights usually died at really young ages and stuff because their body was unable to know take care of itself and handle the you know the, the swell of its own body and i always thought it was because of the dennis the menace effect <laughs> dennis, explain the dennis the menace effect i'm kind of curious now oh well you remember david and goliath yeah well what was dennis the menace's favorite toy slingshot <laughs> nice <laughs> now you know where all the giants went uh, and he always fucked with an old guy, you know, like a taller old man, you know. So it's kind of like, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis the Menace. Oh, my God. Speaking of uh, thing, okay, so th this is very unscience related, but since we kind of started talking about religion just a tad, um, I kind of wanted to bring this up. Um, so within, Ho or I guess in Hollywood, there's been an unveiling of a Kanye West statue that resembles Jesus Christ. That's gold. It's like a gold fucking statue of Kanye as Jesus. Well, you do have to understand that Kanye West thinks that he is a god. Yeah. Okay. There's a music video he did many years ago. Which is a terrible singer. Not a half bad rapper, but yeah. not half good. Don't get him to sing, but... Yeah. He did this video where he's depicting himself as an Egyptian god... And they never finished the music video. In fact, they pulled it after a while. But, wow. yeah, they ne he never finished it. And it was portraying him as an Egyptian god. And he, he is, for all intent and purpose, one of the strangest megalomaniacs you'll ever encounter. Yeah, and, the, I mean, sure, I mean, within his, you know, within his popularity in modern music, I mean, he's he's gained an incredible amount of success for having mediocre, to him. <laughs> for, for having a mediocre talent, and I'm just gonna say he has mediocre talent compared to a lot of other artists who have come out, you know, wait, you know, before him and current that um, that possess 
a much greater fucking, you know, skill set for what he does. Like Snoop Dogg, um, Jay Z, Dre, yeah, Busta Rhymes. I mean, you can you can name a ton of fucking rappers that are um, you know, most deaf, fucking. I mean, just hey, tons of guys that are just me like, after way a few better. straight shots. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll even say Mace is a better fucking rapper and he sucks. <laughs> hey, I can write better backtracks than these guys generally use. <laughs> oh man. So let's see, I'm gonna load up something from uh I'm kind of curious about this now. Um Alright, so Okay, so I wanted to kind of go into this. This is kind of a weird subject. Um, I was actually watching a documentary on this the other day. Um, and it has nothing to do with what I'm reading here on TechCrunch. But, <laughs> uh, TechCrunch? I, 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 I just decided, <laughs> I, I decided to bring this up because we're probably not going to talk about it again for a little while. Um, it'll probably come up in later episode, episodes, I'm sure. Because um, we're all adults and so far all of, all of the current and new hosts are pretty you know, different people, so we're not going to say yes or we're not going to say no, but um, the idea of sex robots, I wanted to bring this up really quick, because uh, I was watching this documentary on sex robots, and no. it was really horrifying to watch, because there was a, the, there were, because the sexoids, or sex droids they have now, look freaky. When you see the face and you see them move, they've got them to talk and yeah. have personalities. It, you know, the robot can actually not be in the mood. And I'm just sitting there going, why would you, one, go to the hellacious expense to have a robotic sex toy that would, can actually not be in the mood? Yeah, it can reject you. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that that's the whole idea behind, like, behind, you know, sex robots is the fact that they, you know, you want you want to design basically. You basically want to design or a personalized sex toy that will basically fulfill your every desire. But could you imagine, or and having, also be your maid? And could you imagine having a sex robot from like Blade Runner? But they'll just literally walk out on you if you don't have enough money. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you're like. Well, if I mean, you did pay your it. sex bot bill, I could see that. Well, yeah, if you have a bill, or especially yeah. if you have a tab. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine the kind of tab we would have? Oh my word! Yeah, but I'd also be the kind of person who would program, program it with a personality that would go sex now. And not to sound like a super pervert or anything. <laughs> yeah, I would totally want my bot to look like Daryl Hannah from Blade Runner, even though she was seventeen. I'm gonna say it out loud. I mean, she was a year away from being an adult, and she's way older than us. So. <laughs> yeah. See, I'd go for two. I'd have one African, one Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love the. Uh, well, I think one of the. I think one of the sex robots in Blade Runner was Asian, wasn't she? The the, the one probably that, the the one that had the snakes. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reploid that had the snakes. Yeah. Fucking. Um. I, I always I always think back to that as being like the whole fantasy thing. This is what we imagine in Blade Runner. <coughs> uh, oh, but, and just to but take... the sad reality is it's way different than that, and much more. Yeah. Pitiful. They, <laughs> yeah, they actually look disturbing. Yeah. So, just, just to take things one step further when it comes to that, they have now oh, admitted they can su successfully do this. Record your, your feelings and your thoughts and play them back into somebody else's head, and they will hear it, see it, and feel it. Wow. So, 
Now, can you imagine you can buy a dirty movie with that kind of embedding and play either role? <laughs> or if you really want to get freaky both at once. I want to think that this conversation has a lot to do with planets. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the fact that, yes, they do. Because they're, they're a very... Um... Oh, there you go. Get one that looks like DePaul. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, <laughs> hey, we found Vulcan. Damn it, we might have. Yes, it's very, it's very, it's very, it's very possible. I'm gonna say possible, not plausible. I'm gonna say possible. It is very possible we found Vulcan. Well, I would say the probabilities make it unlikely that it could be anything less. I mean. When you look at the Star Trek universe, the Vulcan system has multiple inhabited planets. This has multiple possibly habitable planets. I kind of wonder where they got the idea to have have the Vulcans. So like they have they have Vulcans and Romulans have like pointed ears. Well, it's because they're related. The Romulans were a rogue colony that left Vulcan yeah. and went to another star system, colonized, and decided, had personality. <laughs> yeah, decided to leave the ways of logic. So, but but what well no not not really just from story or character setting but just I mean just as an aesthetics thing for for production I wonder who it was or like I'm sure I mean I know I'm I'm pretty sure Gene Roddenberry actually thought of it but like where did slapping the, a set of elf ears on yeah Nimoy pretty much yeah that's was, literally what they did it's like let's give them a really funny Japanese haircut or Chinese haircut and give them pointy ears. And then the fact that they and actually had to use mascara on his eyebrows to get them to look like that. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely going to be more talks of crazy Star Trek stuff as, as we go on. Because I think, um, next, I think we were having a conversation with Axel about that. About different, uh, different shows and uh, things within the Star Trek universe. And I'm just waiting until they get... At least these two bits of technology to where everybody has it. Mm -hmm. One is a replicator, and the other is an actual functioning holodeck. I would love a holodeck. I would do so much, especially in, especially in like. Oh um, God! You'd have seven of nine. I could just see that. Only she'd be about this tall. Yeah, she'd be. <laughs> she'd be like five two. <laughs> I'm weird like that. I'm pretty because I'm pretty sure Jerry Ryan's like fucking tall. I'm pretty sure she is a tall chick. She's the tallest chick on, on the show Voyager. Yeah. Oh, have you seen the um, actress who plays Villana Taurus without the ridges on her head? Yes. <laughs> also a pretty hot, hot number. Oh, my word. Yeah, I think I'd be spending lots of quality holiday time with that. Yeah. <laughs> and on that, we're going to close. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on the supplemental episode of The Sci-Files. Uh, you can find our podcast anywhere from... Uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, um, fucking, what was the other one I, um, I read the other day? What was it? The um, Modders.com or something? There's a lot of weird new websites that were popping up on Magically, and I don't know how it happens. Hey, um, we're getting Google, popular. We're, we're spreading like an STD. Um, and I really like that. Yeah, I really like the idea that our shows will be listenable for multiple types of audiences. You know, yep, different audiences. It's communicable. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And just remember, this podcast was about planets. Planets. <laughs> yes. I'm even going to make sure that that's an emphasis. <laughs> Intergalactic, planetary, planetary. Exploits. Exploits. <laughs> 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 All right. So, yeah. So next week, or, or next time, not next week. I keep, uh, I keep saying week. Why do I say week? We don't do these weekly. Uh, so next time uh, this airs, you'll hear uh, it'll have a different sound and feel. So um, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Just grab it with both hands and go right to town. Yep. And until then, we are out of here. Bye. <laughs> you just waved on a podcast. I am too. I'm waving. Well, it's all those obscene gestures we make that you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that we may or may not be shooting this naked. Maybe. We're not saying. <laughs>